Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. Hey, what's going on? It's your man Casanova Williams with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. First, of course, I got to start off by thanking everybody that's making this podcast a top podcast. The numbers keep going up. More and more people are listening. Uh, not only black men, but people of all different races, uh, women, um, ethnic backgrounds. And I appreciate y'all listening to this podcast. Um Shout out to South Africa. You know, we just hit the top uh, 200 of uh, most listened to podcasts in South Africa. We're at 135 uh, as far as and, and, and that's big because at the end of the day, you know, it's a demographic that I never thought we would hit, uh, even though we're big in the world. But, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're in certain countries or certain areas, but we just hit South African market. So thank you, uh, all my African brothers and sisters that are down there listening. Um, so let's talk about this podcast. What are we going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about toxic women. Yeah, I said it. Toxic women, you know, black men. Um, now, I want to always say this and I always say this when I do my podcast. I am not here to say that men aren't toxic. I'm not here to say that we don't do things that are negative and, and, and we have our toxic ways. So please, um, my my queens out there, please don't sit there in any way. Try to counteract this podcast by saying, well, you know, men are toxic. So I, we get it. We understand that. But there are a lot of toxic women out there. And and the thing is that. Now, black women don't even know that they're toxic anymore. It's like racism now. Racism is just something like, you know, flat out call you nigger. You know, it's done in a way where like it's so embedded into American culture that that you can't even identify it anymore. You can't even describe it because it's hit under rules and, 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 and policies and just actions that people don't even know they do it anymore. Toxic women in the same way. You know, um, women come with a lot of double, black women are coming with a lot of double standards right now. And when people react to those double standards, it's a problem. I always talk about George Zingerman. I think that was a very interesting case. I think it started the whole victimization culture. And what I mean that is that if you don't know, George Zimmerman was a man that was doing patrol one night, saw a black kid, followed him with a gun, then engaged in a fight with him. Then when he was losing the fight, shot the, the kid and claimed self-defense. You know, that's that is that is setting up a situation and then blaming everybody else for the outcome of it. You know, when I was growing up, you know, 
we knew situations we did for ourselves. You know what I mean? And you just had to pay the consequences for it. But nowadays, there is no consequences for even situations you set up yourself. Now, what does that have to do with relationships? Well, a lot of women get into the relationship with these these men that don't have a job, education, or anything, or they met a booty call, or they met in circumstances that are not conducive for a good relationship. And then they, and then what they do is when the relationship goes bad, it's woe is me. I did everything for this guy, but you met a guy that was, was a bum or they meet a guy that is good. And then they find every little excuse in the world to, to make it up him, the bad guy when he didn't do anything wrong. That's what I mean about toxic, you know, um, women cause their own problems. Now, once again, this is not bashing women. And I'm not saying that there aren't men that do it. So I'm not saying that. So I don't want nobody hitting me and hitting me up saying, oh, well, cash, you know, but this is not, but you have to understand, we're just talking about the, the, the women that do. I ain't talking about in all general. I'm just saying that as a black man, you know, as a black man, I've been in multiple relationships throughout my life, you know, Women are toxic. You know what I'm saying? They they cause their own situations. Now, with black men, a lot of times, it starts with their mother. You know, your mother is very toxic. I know I had a very toxic mother, a mother that was bitter about her life, bitter about things she didn't accomplish. And then, you know, try to find men. And um, like, for example, um, my mother was married and... Um, you know, she and I, I'm not getting details, but she created a situation for her husband at, at the time. And they and 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 then the gentleman continued the situation that my mother created. But then she got mad at him and left him, put him on child support, alimony and did everything she could to destroy him because she was hurt, even though she created the situation. Um you know, even growing up, a lot of uh, lies and deceptions that my mom used to do when we were growing up. And to the day, she won't even admit it. Um, you know, so it's like she those women create situations just to play the victim. Um, and it's a sad situation because at the end of the day, black men are getting hurt, whether it's mothers, aunties, girlfriends, friendships. Um we're befriending these type of people. And, and, and this is our problem too, because at the end of the day, for me, you're so used to the toxic growing up with women like that, that you tend to draw yourself towards that. You know what I'm saying? And don't they call this the stock Stockholm syndrome? I forgot. I'm sorry if I mentioned it, if I'm saying it wrong, it's early in the morning. I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where you draw towards your abuser after a while, you, you become to fall in love with your abuser. Um, and it's something that black men live with a lot right now because our society have told black women that they're the victim. Our society has told black women that they, they're the ones being cheated on. They're the ones being lied to. So now you have a a whole, whole uh, generation of women that really feel that black men are horrible. Black men are, 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 are out to get them, to hurt them, not being real with them. Deadbeat dads, 
So when they get with a man, they get with a man that has those traits and then complain about those traits. Let's be real. Most of reality TV shows or or things that happen aren't with like good men, you know, oh, you know, he was a good man, went to college. I say you have to go to college, be a good man. I'm just saying, you know, went to college, got a good job. Or also he just treated me like a dog. It's never those type of men. You know what I'm saying? It's never those type of men that are like the good guys that they're complaining about. These guys were already sketchy, you know, already had a criminal history, already had issues and problems. But these are the men that they have babies with. Then they complain about all all men ain't shit. When you already, that's the men you dated. You dated a guy that ain't shit. So, of course, he's going to treat you the way that he already knows. He knows because that's who you dated. That's who you got with. And it always fascinates me that every time I see a woman on Facebook or Instagram or any social media or look at any story, I always look at the type of guy that she's complaining about. Like, okay, well, you know, and I would say 99.9% of the time is never a dude like I could have saw that a mile coming. Like, you know what I'm saying? You can't date a thug, then you think you mad because he got like a whole bunch of women. You know what I'm saying? Like you dated a player and then you wonder why he's not there for your child. You date you dated a, a drug dealer. You dated a guy that wanted to be a rapper. You dated a guy that didn't have education. You dated a guy that had no goals, but simple, silly goals. You dated a guy that, 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 has has a, a a low wage job at the age of thirty five, but then you wondering, oh, why can't he be a good man? Why can't he be a provider? Why can't he be there? And then the alarming rate of these women having children by these guys is ridiculous to me. Like it's it's like, and and I know from my experience, like women are just like so open to getting pregnant by any guy. They they always put it on the guy. Oh, he got to be pregnant. Like they can't get on birth control. They can't protect themselves or demand a guy to protect themselves. No, no. They act like they're just in, they're just victims and guys come and say, oh, I'm have sex with you, bro. I'm just coming to you and you're going to have my baby. Oh, okay. Oh my God. Like women have control. It's like on everything, they want to be strong, black, independent. I can do my thing. But when it comes to certain things, they say, oh, I don't have no controls on him. Like, let's be real. And I'm in no way saying that a man shouldn't have re- shouldn't be responsible for what his actions are because I've done podcasts on men take responsibility. So please don't sit there. Oh, you know, you're trying to no. know, but let's be honest at the end of the day it's very toxic for you to go out there, have unprotected sex with a guy, get pregnant, then, then bring another child to the world with a guy that didn't want a child. That's toxic. And these women are doing it two, three times. Most women I've met in my life that have multiple kids, most of the time is by multiple men. And baby fathers are not there. I get it one, I, I get it, you know, one time, you know, you met a guy, uh, but two, three times, but then men are the problem. The problem is you opening your legs too quickly and allowing any man to ejaculate in you. I mean, let's be real. Like, like, come on. That means you have no 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 understanding of of hygiene for yourself. You have no understanding of how pregnancy works because <clears throat> you must feel that you just have sex and no matter what, you know, oh well, let let the sperm lie where it lie. 
So let's be real. Y'all women are out there toxic as hell blaming men for how you're toxic. And we need to stop. Now, of course, right now, what's really popular is Johnny Depp and, and the situation. And people are shocked. People are absolutely shocked that this woman was so abusive and toxic towards him. You know, because, see, the problem is the narrative is always was when he when we first heard it, when she first came out was, oh, you know, Johnny was is a toxic abuser. But now the narrative has changed with evidence and people don't know how to act with that. You know, America really doesn't know how to act because we are not used to a man being being abused. To the point where literally they have her on recording saying, oh, what you going to do, Johnny? Tell people you were abused. You're a white man. Nobody's going to believe you. See, that's how women believe. You know what I'm saying? Now, <clears throat> I know those are white people, but at the end of the day, that mentality in America is the same, especially in the black community. Who's going to, especially a black man, who's going to, if America didn't believe Johnny Depp, a beloved actor with millions of dollars, influence, you think they really going to believe a black man? That that women are are having babies and being irresponsible. Mm -mm. See, this is this is the thing that we we we've always. This is the thing America has done. <clears throat> Excuse me, America made you think that women weren't in control. See, they made you think that you women weren't in control. Did a women's movement. But see, women have always been in control. Women have always been behind the scenes controlling. But see, the problem was that only in, but in America, what happened was women didn't want to be behind the scenes no more. But women always rule a band. Kingdoms have fallen because of a man loving a woman. That has always been a woman's defined power. But see, the problem is that women don't understand that anymore and they want the same power men have. But see, it turned toxic because now women don't know how to play the game. There are far more consequences for when a woman does it than a man. A toxic woman isn't a woman that's bent out on on just being evil towards a man. It's a woman that doesn't understand her defined feminine. And she doesn't understand how to, I'm not going to say manipulate, but how to work the room, how to work her man for a positive outcome for all. See, now these women are out here doing things and not even knowing. And they're affecting children, other people. I mean, let's be honest. How many most beefs in the hood start because of a woman? Most black men are getting killed over a woman. But see, people don't want to talk about that. We want to think that in the hood, people fight over drugs and territory and stuff like that. Yeah, that happens. But a lot of beef initiates because of a woman. You know what I'm saying? The other day I saw the... Um, I saw this uh, movie with, um, I forgot her name, um, Michelle. She was, um, she was, um, she dated Dr. Dre and then she went and dated Suge Knight. And while I was watching this video, this movie, and um, 
it, you know, now it predicted Dre as this drunk abuser. I mean, the predict the, the 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 it was just very very horrible. Um, you know, um, of him just being this abuser, having multiple. I mean, it was horrible. Um, it it definitely had to be exaggerated because you know she. A lot of things didn't make sense in it. Like even looking at the movie, I was kind of like, you know, Pac was there when you know, Dre was there. Well, I mean, Ice Cube was there. Easy E was there at one point when he was abusing. I mean, and nobody has ever come out in the history to say Michelet was abused by any of these people. Not one time. You know what I'm saying? And these are good dudes that I think would have came out and said, yo, Dre, you, you know, but never. But, you know, whatever. I'm not saying that ha- didn't happen. But, you know, for movie purposes, people do exaggerate. But see, what people don't understand is that the movie is what people will go by. And that's very toxic to put out a movie that's exaggerating everything of somebody being abusive and 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 not have any type of uh, accountability or proof of that, because anybody can write a great movie. You know what I'm saying? Was it? It was an interesting movie. It really was. I think it was docu series. Came out a few years ago, but I just watched it the other day, and I said to myself, "Damn, this girl got her ass beat all the time." Dr. Dre was ripping her ass. Then she started dating Suge Knight. Man. Suge Knight was whipping her ass. And I thought to myself, like, that's kind of dirty if you think about it. He was with he was with Dre for all those years. And then Suja broke up. He started dating his boy. Like, that's dirty. You know, even in the movie, they say she uh, it, it's like a back and forth with her in the movie. She kind of comes, pops in as that like third wall type person. And she's like, you know, and she has this little squeaky voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, and um, people ask me if I dated Dre uh, uh, to get back that Dre. And I said, no. I was like, ah, yeah, kind of like, yeah. You know, because let's be honest, she she always acted like all the men wanted her. It was like, you know, when she first started talking in the movie, she started saying that Easy E and Dre both wanted her. Right. So she was going back and forth. And then, of course, Dre got then it seemed like she was just hopping on these bandwagons of these guys that were powerful. You know, what I'm saying with Dre and she. I mean, it just seems really, really like, wow, you know, you're just you did nothing wrong in your life. You were just this innocent victim. Now, I'm not saying in any way that it's not possible. But is it likely that you she was just this innocent person that like everybody just abused her? She did her thing and she just really, really was just trying to do her thing. And I mean, come on now, let's be real. She didn't do anything dirty. Like the movie predicts like she was just this good girl that everything went bad for her. You know, Suge whipped her ass. Dre whipped her ass. You know what I'm saying? Then she, you know, now Suge Knight, of course, we already know he's a jerk anyway. But at the end of the day, oh, Suge Knight, you know, had her on paperwork when, and, and did this. I mean, everything was like she was just the victim. She did nothing wrong. And when I see a story that predicts somebody that they did nothing wrong, I always question it because no matter even if we are victims, there's something we did wrong, something we have to take accountability for. You know what I'm saying? 
It's like victims in Central Park, you know, like women that got raped. God forbid no man, no woman should ever be raped. So please do not think my statement is is trying to say woman, a woman should get raped. A woman should never, ever be raped under any circumstances. So trust me, never. But you got to take responsibility. Why the hell are you jogging in Central Park four in the morning? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yes, of course you shouldn't be raped. Of course not. You know what I'm saying? But you should say, like, I, sh- I shouldn't have been driving, uh, jogging in there because we know crazy stuff happens in there. But that doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like Zimmer, at the end of the day, you got to take accountability for what you did. Like, you know, I felt like I was, uh, you know, fighting for my life, but I did, I, I did push the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like there's no accountability for anymore. It's like everybody wants to play a victim. That movie was a perfect example. A woman playing total victim. Station did even though you start dating, you went from one man to the other, start dating another dude, his business partner, a dude you was with for years and have two kids with. But then because y'all were having issues, whatever. Like I said, I'm not here to say she's wrong, but you went to the other boss. How many other dudes you could have went to? How many other dudes you could have talked to? But you went to Suge Knight, who was already married. The dude was already married. And you slept with him. But you was not wrong for that. Because you was abused by Dre and you felt you needed somebody there for you. So it was okay. Like, come on. I mean, this is what I mean by toxic uh, women that do things. They don't even know what they do. And they just, I've been hurt. I've been, and they do it to to men and they do these things and they hurt men. And they, you know, especially black men, they hurt us. And, but then they sit there and talk about, oh, well, you hurt me first. You did this to me. And don't ever take accountability for what they do. And that's the problem. It's not about anybody being wrong, right? We've all been wrong in our life. We've all had times where we've been wrong or we've done things that haven't been right. But at the end of the day, there has to be accountability. And women don't take accountability no more. Black women are not taking accountability no more for anything they do and blaming us and saying, oh, black men are hurting us. And that's not true. Black women have to start taking accountability for what they do as well. Before we can sit down and talk about healing, Black women, y'all have to talk about what y'all doing because y'all doing a lot of things to to your your young boys, to your your, your love, to, to, to your partners. You're doing a lot of damage and y'all don't see it. That's causing the generation we have in the black community. Well, that's enough of that. I mean, I go on and on about that. I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. Yo, come May 1st, I will be launching my new men's grooming line it's called culture life products it's gonna be hair it's gonna be uh uh, it's gonna be a balm a a butter and an oil that's coming out for men's beards for skin for scalp uh i got a hair growth oil that i developed as well that helps i mean like every anybody knows me knows i'm bald as well but it's helped my scalp like my condition isn't like you know, like, you know, my hair just over years, like it's a condition that, you know what I'm saying, that my hair's thinning out, but it's actually helped my hair get a lot more thicker, helped my scalp, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I felt, 
I got some results. I've had other people use it for a little bit just to try it out. So we got some great results as well. So um, I got that. I got three skin moisturizers, butter, uh, body butter for women with these three scents that I developed with my daughter. My, my eight-year-old daughter helped me develop these new scents. Um, but um, soon the website's going to be up at the culture products the culture product, the culture, culture life products.com is going to be up pretty soon. Um, May 1st. So I, I may launch it this, this weekend, you know what I'm saying? Early. So you can start buying and stuff like that. So I'm very excited about it. I was getting my inventory up. I was, you know, you know, we went from developing this stuff to inventory. We, we got some little snags in the, in the road, the last uh, two weeks that kind of pushed things that I thought I have to push it back like a month or two, but not, nah, we, 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 we resolved this. So everything's good. I'm just excited for people to uh, try these products. I'm going to be pushing it really, really hard because there aren't a lot of products for men out there that are that are that are that are good for our skin for our hair so i really want to develop this specifically for uh you know uh minority men because we have different skin we have different for our beards and our hair so you know there's a lot of products for women so i just did a, a body butter for y'all you know what i mean with these new scents that my daughter helped uh, come up with but men definitely pick up this stuff it's good it's portable it's all natural 100 percent natural no nothing nothing in it that's a chemical is all natural oils and minerals and and, and 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 vitamins all natural nothing nothing artificial in it all right um so keep up with that that'll be up soon you go to my website now should be up casanowilliams.com um check out this podcast and all my other podcasts i have going on um rcb talking about co-host miss o uh a couple of Chris with my wife, um, but podcast guru. Um, I got a new one coming out in May, the success life coach that'll be up uh, pretty soon. That's starting in May as well. Uh, you can pick up my new book, three, uh, the three keys of Jesus success. So on Amazon was a number one new release for four weeks in a row. So definitely you could pick that up. Um, uh, if you haven't picked up the books uh, with uh, black men's mental health, journal motivation and bible pick that up you learn more information about uh, uh different um different um you know different uh mental health issues and stuff like that you can keep up this podcast blackmenshealth.com where it'll be this podcast and information on that all right all right i appreciate you so much until next time